welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. To everyone in the United States, all of North America, and around the world. How about it, Ireland? How you have moved up with your listeners. We have Ireland. We have China. We have the United Kingdom. We have Russia. We have Brazil. We have Japan. We have Indonesia. We have like 17 countries. Let me say this. Even like that one person in Saudi Arabia, even if you're the only one, one, one person, you can make a difference. You can go to other people and say, hey, English speaking, listen to this radio show. And you know why? Because you can help people with disabilities realize their value. And I mean it when I say that. Australia, same thing. I don't care where you are in the world. I always say, hey, I'm living with epilepsy. And my whole life is about finding employment for people with disabilities. So let's go around the world. I know if you live with epilepsy and you have a seizure, why it's the same as me. And I know if you have a large amount of people unemployed in your country, you know that without employment, you cannot have quality of life. What I always say, our motto is competitive jobs mean freedom. Why freedom? Because without employment, you cannot live the American dream or wherever you live that dream. Why? You can't buy a house. You can't rent a car. You can't go on vacation. You can't live like that until you have employment. And I also want to say hi to Richard Roberts in Brazil. You know how much I love you, and I'll be coming to Brazil later this year. Uh, And I just can't wait. Richard is like a disability rights advocate. He's with the U.S. State Department, and it's the U.S. State Department that has sent me to Indonesia, South Korea twice, Japan, Kazakhstan, Panama, Kazakhstan, all around the world, all around the world. And so my hat's always off to them for sending me to talk as an expert about the employment of people with disabilities. If you are in the United States, 70% of people with disabilities are still not counted in the workforce. Come on, folks. This is the 34th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. We got to get it going. Also, Yoshiko. Yoshiko Dart. Oh, I love you, Yoshiko Dart. A special shout out to you on every show as long as I'm doing these shows. And Highmark. Highmark is the sponsor of this show. Do you know how long this show has been on? 21 years. 
Can you believe it? It seems like I just started the other day, and it has been on 21 years. 21 great years. Why? Because of my great listeners and great supporters. And oh, do I love our guest today. And she is a great, great supporter. She is the global supplier of diversity and sustainability director for Accenture. You need to know, though, this woman is a disability rights advocate. She is an advocate for people living with disabilities. I'll tell you right now, it just doesn't get much better than Nidra Dixon. She is awesome. I love her. And what a great way as we are celebrating Black History Month to have a national leader, business, and as I said, disability rights on our show again. Nidra, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Joyce, and I want to apologize for my voice, but I want to be here. I have to be here. You just inspire so many, including myself, so thank you. Thank you so much for having me, and I just realized 21 years, you just started when you were a little girl, so 21 (laughs) years. Yeah, I know. Isn't that amazing, though? 21 years. Nidra, one of these years, I'm going to have a big, uh, big table or booth, a booth at Disability Inn to bring people in and do the radio show from there. You wait. Uh, That's coming. That's coming up next. All right. I want to put my name behind that. We have it on recording. I want to be a part of that. Okay. Uh, Well, with you, I mean, that would be great, wouldn't it? Because then everyone there can be talking about why you should be employing people with disabilities, why you should be training people. Uh, And by the way, Accenture, because of Nidra, is a big supporter of training because they purchased iDisability our software product with 15 modules that trains people how to work with and communicate with people with disabilities. I'm telling you, it's all Nidra, okay? And you know what? Just to make my point, you hear her voice? You know, she doesn't have to be on today. When I say this woman's busy, that's an understatement. Yeah, one time she sent me a note, hi, Joyce, I'm in Zanzibar. I can't get back to you right now. So she is one busy person but you know what she wouldn't miss this radio show so what's that say to you about Nidra Dixon it says to me she's awesome and Nidra many of our listeners I mean because we keep the data here loved when you were on the show in the past and what my listeners send me emails about I love that show Could you tell me more about the person? So I'm going to let you tell your story. Would you mind sharing your story with our listeners, like your background, you know, where you grew up, where you went to school, uh, maybe in school who influenced you the most uh, to get to be at the level you are today? Oh, thank you, Joyce. And thank you to all the listeners I, I'm just honored to be here. I continue 
to learn so much. And I think that's the beauty of what you do and do continue to educate your listeners. So I would love to tell everyone my story. I always say I'm just a, a small town country girl from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And um, my mom still lives in the hometown in which I grew up, um, about 20,000 people there, which at that time was a big town to me. I didn't realize I was from a small town um, until I would go visit some of my relatives that lived in California or Arizona, but I wouldn't take anything from growing up in Arkansas. And my dad served two terms in Vietnam. And unfortunately, but fortunately, he came home from that um, and he um, lived his life as a disabled vet. And that actually gave me a lot of awareness of the uneducation that people had about what you stated that's so important, employing people with disabilities. I went from there, I went to Florida State University, and what drew me to Florida State um, as the Seminoles was that we respected the tribe Seminoles and the the level of engagement that Florida State had with the reservation, the history that we learned, the culture that we were able to bring in really struck me as being a part of Florida State. And at that time, when I went there in 86 to 90, telling my age here, it was about only 1,000 African Americans that were there. Very small compared to a school that had maybe 30 to 40,000 people. We all became such a close-knit um, group of people because we walked the same life. And what we realized was that it really needed to help each other. And I also learned the role of diversity, that other people who didn't look like me also became an advocate. So I would always say that made me understand the whole landscape of what diversity is. And I would have to say my parents influenced me. My mom um, was a retired nurse, and so she always wanted to help someone. You cannot get forward in this world without helping someone else. And so I live each day by paying it forward. And with my dad, he always told me the importance of education and always help someone else that is not able to do the things that you might do. And I kept that with me. And I didn't really grasp the full of it until each year. I just kept getting older and kept getting exposed to so much. I moved out to Los Angeles and I did my MBA at the School of Marshall, the University of Southern California. And I continued just to meet amazing people from around the world. So Joyce, I would have to say growing up in a small town, moving on to such, you know, locations in Florida, 
California, even in Australia and India, I believe it is about expanding and learning and respect. Yeah, you know what, Nature? I grew up in a very small borough and in a rural area. And I'm with you that I wouldn't trade that for anything. Uh, that, that background growing up in that area really teaches you a lot of things. So I'm not surprised to hear that you feel like that. And we also uh, appreciate what your father did for this country. I really feel for him because he went to Vietnam. Uh, and I remember what it was like when people, veterans came back from Vietnam. So many people that went to Vietnam, they won't even talk about, even all these years later, they won't talk about what happened there. I know that was really, it wasn't like coming back from Iraq, Afghanistan, and certainly not like World War II. Uh, so I'm sure both of them had a big impact on you uh, and everything about your life and what you did. So, Nidra, what brought you to Accenture? And thank God you went there, but what brought you and what is your role? Wow, I can't believe I'm um, celebrating 23 years at Accenture now. And um, what brought me to Accenture um, was such an interesting path because I started there in New York. And I started when the company I was hired under Anderson Consulting, and I started when it was Accenture. And I don't know if many people remember what Accenture means, and that is the accent toward the future. Mm. And we have... Isn't that interesting? Yeah, um, I never knew that. That is interesting. Yes, and when I came there, since I do have a computer science background, I came into the typical role of working in CIO and being able to leverage those technology skills. And when I had an opportunity to come to a project in Atlanta, Georgia, where I reside now, I absolutely loved the Southern roots that I grew up with in Arkansas. And so I wanted to find an opportunity that allowed me to remain in Atlanta. And so I was brought into procurement. And Joyce, I knew nothing about procurement. And what I loved is one of my mentors today, Cheryl Harris, who is the chief procurement officer for Allstate, took me under her wing and taught me everything I knew about procurement. And I think that's why paying it forward is so important to me. And as I began to work my way up in that role, I was, she left Accenture, but before she left, she had me as the North America sourcing and category lead. And I saw what we were purchasing. And I realized we were purchasing a lot of a lot of things, but we were not doing them with small and diverse-owned businesses. And so true fashion, just like you, Joyce, just like myself, I raised my hand 
And I said, I want to help get more people in that are small and diverse because I think we're missing out on something. And Ray Toomer was um, running supplier diversity just only in the U.S., and he was nearing retirement. He was also a good mentor, rest in soul, also a great advocate, taught me many things. I was tasked to grow our global supplier inclusion and sustainability program. And so that brings me to my role today where I not only get to help this in Accenture in 22 countries, I get to help our clients. I get to help our clients really look at the value, look at the innovation, and as we'll talk about, look at getting to equal and what they're leaving on the table by not working with small businesses and not working with people with disabilities. Wow. Well, thank goodness that you did raise your hand uh, because, you know, not all companies are like Accenture. Well, like Nidra, I should say. Not all companies have made a big effort that diverse, supplier diversity includes disability-owned business enterprises. And without question, you are one of the leaders. As a matter of fact, you are on the board of Disability Inn. Um, And before I ask you more about that, I want to thank you. When I heard they were changing their name from USBLN, I thought, dear God, don't let them do something bizarre. Don't let them say uh, diversability network or handicapable network um, or differently abled association. Ah, that is so offensive to people with disabilities because we are people with disabilities. And I'm telling you, Nidra, when I saw what you did, that it was disability in. My hat is off to you. As a disability, I'm, I'm not just a business leader, as you know, I'm also a disability rights advocate. And I can tell you, the whole disability community was so thrilled that you did that. So thank you to the entire board. Thank you, Joyce. And I, I have to say that credit goes to... Um, Jill Houghton and her leadership, because with Disability Inn and the board, that board represents the community. And being an advocate and having a voice in Accenture of 700,000 employees plus is such a great, um, a, a great, you know, privilege for me to have and being on the disability end board is such an honor because we listen to the community. We work with the community and Jill and Chad, and I know Chad when he worked with Accenture as our general counsel and with Jenny and Becky, there's so many people who have such a great voice that make up a collective community. And I think that is what we all wanted to do. And when we said, are you going to be in? 
I am so honored that our global CEO, Julie Sweet, was one of the first five that raised her hand that, yes, we are going to be in. I tell you, Joyce, that's what's kept me here for 23 years. Wow. Oh, well, I can see why, uh, Nadra. I can see why. Maybe we should take a moment and uh, you tell everyone what Disability in is, what, what the organization does. Yes. Um, one of the things that Disability in um, does is a leading, it's a nonprofit organization, and it's a resource for business disability inclusion around the world. I, I think there might be over 400, 500 corporations that have joined in opportunities to not only employ people with disabilities, but also work with amazing um, businesses that are owned by people with disabilities to help integrate into the supply chain. And there are many affiliates that are around the world that have this voice. And this voice can really be an advocating way to go in to do so much. And that is exactly what disability in is. And again, I cannot say the vision around disability in that Jill has made sure that the entire board, the entire community is building an inclusive global economy. And when we say inclusive economy, that includes employing people with disabilities fully and meaningfully. That is what disability in is about. I want to say two things. First, uh, I have been a friend of Jill way back in time when she worked for USBLN. I remember when I first heard her speak, I said, wow, what she says about you, Nadra, what a rock star. I mean, she was so enthusiastic as she, of course, still is, but we became uh, good friends, close friends, and I'm telling you, she's a rock star. I mean, what she has done with this organization, I remember when I went to the USBLN, which was the prior name, everyone, when I would go, it was like, I know it's hard to believe, but several hundred, maybe to a thousand. I mean, it was wow. small. And I don't think man, there, there was not such a thing as disability-owned business enterprises. So Jill has, wow, that's all I can say about her. And this is the only conference I go to that gets sold out. Isn't that true, Nidra? You had all that those people is, there? Yes. And you had people around the world. I mean, everyone loves this conference. They do. And if you want to check it out, it's July 15th through the 18th in Las Vegas. And all you have to do is go to disabilityin.org and you can register and attend this fantastic, fantastic uh, conference. And you know, when I said about disability-owned business enterprises, oh, when I start, there was one, no, five. I was the first. Did you know that? I am the first 
Doby. I take great pride in telling everyone, well, I'm the first Doby. Yeah, I was the first. Now there are 600. See what I mean? What has happened? Oh, it's the greatest thing. You know, if you are the owner of a company, an entrepreneur, and you live with a disability, you are missing out if you're not at this conference. This is a gift. You know why? Everyone wants to meet Anidra Dixon. Everyone wants to meet a Jenny Lay Fleury. You know, and all and Chad. All these, uh, all these people, from Mark to Accenture, Raul Suarez Rodriguez, who Raul, I will still beat you with the best socks at the conference. But from him, yes. <laughs> yeah, from him to uh, Nidra, I have to say, they're right there. Where else could you right, go to meet, right meet them? There. And, yeah, and they're right Joyce, there. I met you. I remember when I met you. And it is no surprise that you're the first in continuing to pave the way for others. But you've always said we are going to always be connected. And we've always been connected. And from that 100, 200 to almost over 3,000 people, like, Disability in literally had to cut off with the conference because each year it just gets better and better. And even with our CMO, Jill Kramer at Accenture, our chief marketing officer, she is our executive sponsor with our disability in ERG. And she's worked to put over all of our um, accessibility centers and I'm excited because, Joyce, I want to have you in our Atlanta Disability Accessibility Center because I am the executive sponsor of that. So I've had a hand in what that looks like and looking at all the technology that we will be able to help employ more people to come. That's exactly what you do. You are leading the way in this choice. And I am just so grateful to be a part of your circle. Well, you are definitely part of my circle because I think the world of you, and you're right. I remember when I met you and you know who introduced me, Jill Houghton. Jill, I remember. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah, she said from one fireball to the other. And she was right about you. She was right. Um, and I'm going to tell you something about Nidra. When I say how supportive she has been of me, I'm Adobe. I'm a small business. Uh, and, of course, I live with epilepsy and I'm hard of hearing. But, you know, well, if you're listening saying, well, does she really do that? Does she really support disability-owned business enterprises? She is the only person that at the last two conferences, what, now remember how powerful she is. And while she was up on the stage, made a point to point me out. The only person that has ever done that at two conferences. Why? Because she supports disability-owned business enterprises. I will never forget that, Nidra. I tell people that story all the time because you are the real deal. You're not, she's not just saying it folks. I can tell you from experience, 
that she is the real deal. And guess what, Nidra? Uh, Tony Quello, author of the ADA, I know you know him, but this year we have an initiative. It's called the Bender Quello Technology Consortium. And Tony and I have so had it that 70% of people with disabilities are still not counted in the workforce. And Tony authored the ADA that we came up with this idea, okay, we'll go to CIOs or uh, accessibility areas or whatever and ask a company, would you hire 10 people with disabilities by December 31st? Then what we're gonna do is get those companies and get them in the national media. And, and I want to tell you, an awesome, wonderful supporter of people with mental health disabilities is Kristen Welker, who I love her from Meet the Press. But so is Jonathan Capehart from MSNBC. And we are hitting them with this constantly. When I met Yamish from MSNBC, whose father works with the blind in Haiti, I said, we need help. We need help. So, Nidra, I know you'll help me. I know you will. And Absolutely, Joyce. And I love that you're doing with technology. And I am, again, raising my hand because we have to do this together um, collectively as we've seen technology is constantly um, leading our paths in our lives. And we need to make sure that people with disabilities are not left out. And I think that is, you know, that's a part of how we started. I think we have about 30, I should know this, but about 30 um, accessibility centers. But how it started is because we hired someone and didn't have the right technology. Wow. And Accenture listened to them and began opening our very first um, accessibility center in the Philippines. And from that, it was born that we want to make sure that we have a dedicated space where all types of tools and technologies can be readily available. But guess what? We have to make sure that's constantly done. So count us in to go in to help do this because this is what's needed right now. And as you're the first, and as I said, you're constantly pushing forward for others. I want to be right there with you, Joyce. Well, Nadra, I thought about you. We're getting very close because I was invited to an event at the White House. And with other disability rights leaders. The president saw me and said, give me that phone, give me your phone. And he did the selfie. I've never ever pictured a president doing the selfie. Although now that I think about it, yes, I could picture President Obama doing a selfie. And yeah, maybe President Bush too. I mean, they all seem like they would do that. But last week, Nidra, Valerie Jarrett was on the show with Tony Quello. And the whole show, we talked about employment. And she talked about, you know, when she was at the White House working with President Obama. But I mean it when I say, 
what I tell you? You know what I told you, Nadra, about the White yes, House. And you know, I, I told you. I know. That's why I said you absolutely do what you say you're going to do. And I have to share with your listeners that I had an invitation. I look at that client that I was at and I'm like, I love you, but I can't tell you what I'm missing today. I said, but it was so amazing to see the photos, to see you there, to see Jill there, because you said it to me years ago, Joyce, that you were going to be at the White House. And that I'm going to get with me. I need someone that will say, yes. We need help with companies, hiring people with disabilities. See, the best thing, a large company working with a small company, businesses doing this together, you know, versus just relying on government or not-for-profits. And we're going to do it. You're the one, Nidra, that I know can make it happen. And look what Accenture has already done with that getting to equal, which is phenomenal. And I know... It started way back with my friend, Ted Kennedy Jr., asking Accenture, would you help? Uh, And they did all of this pro bono. But would you share with our listeners uh, about getting to equal? Absolutely. And Ted Kennedy Jr. is just amazing. I, I don't even know really how to describe it any other way. But he came to Accenture And he was very adamant how people were leaving money, corporations were leaving money on the table by not looking and opening these unique opportunities to our labor force um, in diversity. And he wanted to support this with heavy research. And it was just, I mean, we did this in pieces. And when that report came together, It was just something that every corporation was like, wow, I did not realize it. Raul was one that said, oh, I'm taking this all the way up. And he did. He's such another great advocate. And so with, um, you know, with Ted Kennedy Jr., with Lori, we all went in and did the getting to equal. And I can't believe that that was almost done like in 2017, 2018, Um, and now, you know, it's realizing that so many people were not being employed and something you've always said, Joyce, intentional to impact. I just heard that on the last part of your caller and this was so important and that's how that research was born and it was getting down to the bottom line. It was looking at a lot of results within the diversity, equity, and inclusion before everything got into all of this. And we went to about 45 companies and did very deep research and realizing that the money that was being left on the table without employing people with disabilities. And that research is still available on our website. But Joyce, you do know that we're getting ready to release the new one. Um, there's been a, a um, the new release of the follow-up to that. Oh, great. Because, you know, I'm going to tell you what Tony said to me. And Ted, this is what Ted said. 
when all of this first came out, he said, you know, Joyce, you and I, we keep telling companies, telling them, hire people with disabilities. It's a great business investment, not pity. As you've heard me say a million times, people with disabilities need paychecks, not pity. And he said, although we tell everyone, now we have the data. And that is the fact that companies that hire people with disabilities and have equity are two times uh, with two times stronger revenue shares and profitability is unbelievable. You all need to go, Accenture.com, and go to that Getting Equal report. And I guess the new one will be coming out. But you won't believe the data. It is phenomenal. Absolutely. And the data is so important. And that's what Ted wanted to make sure that everyone understood that we could say it, we can, we can talk about it, but having that data behind and how it was really helping corporations and not only creating an environment of trust, you know, where everyone, employees can really be comfortable and be in themselves. And that was a part of what Chad Jurdy always said and living with his disability. And he's like, I can do this in an environment and now be employed. And that's what you're saying with employment. You can't with, without employment, you can't live. And so what corporations needed to see that we always said to employ, then you can be able to enable, engage and empower. So please go and look at the the data and hear the stories about getting to equal and don't leave money on the table and continue to employ people with disabilities. You will open your mind to some amazing people that you've been missing out on. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. And how about that investor letter? Nidra? Uh, it, the investment letter continues to just show that we're not just saying something, we're going to walk the talk. And I think that also is another part of where it shows how many CEOs are in and that, again, is bringing back to the bottom line is, is what we're looking at and what we're doing. So, Joyce, this is only getting better each time. And, again, it's, it goes back to you continuing to educate and bring things around. And that's exactly what the investor part is doing. Oh, so awesome. So great that is. Hey. Don't think your chairman of the board won't look at your disability equity index, your disability quality index. They will. They will. And it will have an impact. So I have our What's Going On at Bender and News break right now with our own Gerald Homey. Gerald, are you with us? I'm here, Joyce. How are you? I'm good. How about you? 
I'm doing great. And hi, Nidra, my uh, savior at the Disability In Conference, to help me get my voice back with the medicine ball trick. <laughs> yes, it's good to hear from you. Oh, great to hear you on the show. The show sounds great. And thank you for all you're doing in our community and all you continue to do always to support Joyce and, and this mission. You are incredible. So um, I have some great news uh, hot off the press today. We just received an email from our dear friend and mentor, the Honorable Tony Quello. And the U.S. Census Bureau is announced that they are taking efforts to improve their process in recommending considerations for revisions and protocols to enhance collaboration with data users and other stakeholders at the beginning of and during the ACS content change process in a hope that there will be more robust engagement process going forward to lead to, to the development of better disability measures based on community perspective. And going into uh, – also today, the U.S. Census Bureau announced that they are listening to our recommendations in our community after over 12,000 comments on the proposed U.S. Census changes, we had an impact, and they had a notice that there will not be any changes to the census based on our recommendations. So we are so excited about this hot off the presses today in our community. Hot off the press, Nitra, Tony Quello is the person years ago that got disability on the census. Because without being on the census, you know, monies aren't going to be given to people with disabilities. You don't know anything about them. So they were going to change what disability means. And we, we knew it was going to hurt us. Um, but there you go. All those advocates. That's why when you get the chance to spread good news as an advocate, Speak up. That is that is great news, hot off the press. And Tony is someone that you want to continue to be beside because he's going to do something that's going to change how things are done. That's great. This is this is great news. Can always use great news, and it will inspire other advocates around the world. This is great. Hey, Gerald, thank you for calling in. Yeah, thank you, Joyce, and thank you'll you be so seeing much. Ne you'll be Nidra. seeing Nidra in July. Yes, That's you right. will. I'll see you at the conference, and I hope I have a voice then. <laughs> All right. I know. Bye. I'll have to have one, too. <laughs> you know what, Nidra? You're the one that started everyone. Paula, who, who goes to the conference, lost her voice. She had, uh, like, a combination cold flu, whatever it was, she kept saying, get me that medicine ball. We knew nothing about it until you. It was, it's then, amazing. I get it every time at every conference because I just, I'm there to meet, to talk to everyone. And I do not mind losing my voice because each time I just have the best conversations. I get to just see the most amazing people 
I watch people dance and sing, and I just can't imagine how the conference will be even better next year. So there will be more medicine balls that will be needed because everyone will be losing their voice. That's right. That is so true. So, you know, we talked about the ESG. We talked about, um, I mean, we talked about the letter being sent. But as I just mentioned, what impact do you think that will have on companies when they see these hundreds and hundreds of CEOs that signed on? What do you think about that, Nidra? What do you think that will do? You know, I think that will let others see that this is just not something that one corporation or two corporations is doing, that this is meaning that I think it's over 60 um, CEOs that are in. It might be more than that, but this is really showing that this is needed that this is imperative, and that we need to do it, and why are you not in? I think if I would be a CEO and I don't see that I'm not in, I would start wanting to know why are we not getting to equal with employing people with disabilities? How do we get involved in this? And I think shareholders are going to start um, pushing back on those corporations, and it is going to be imperative more now and now, Joyce. So I think as we see each time, I look forward to hearing Jill announce when more CEOs say they're in. Me too. I do also. Um, I do. So, um, Nidra, when companies say to me, oh, we've been hiring people with disabilities. Yeah, we're hiring them. I say, really? How many wheelchairs do you see in the halls at your company? Wait a minute. How many service dogs? Oh, how many people signing? So, you know, where the rubber meets the road is hiring people. So with that, getting equal and everything you've been talking about, you know, what advice do you have for companies that say, I want to do this but it's hard to overcome stigma. What What do you have to say to them? Oh, I have so much to say to that, Joyce. Um, but I do tell them that there are so many resources. And as you and I have said, with Disability In, that is where we can begin to educate you. There's an advocate. They can bring you and me in together, and we can really begin to show them how the stigma is removed. And like you said, it is where companies are now, if we're trying to get more people back into the workplace, then we need to make sure that we're making it accessible. And we need to make sure that you have advocates there um, in and creating and educating everyone. So I would tell someone to raise your hand. There is so much and so many people that can help you remove this stigma and getting to equal, employ people. This is where we need to all come together and help create more jobs for everyone. Because Joyce, I will go back to what you're saying, without employment, you can't live, you can't make a life. 
And yeah. who are we if we don't pay this forward? Yeah, Valerie Jarrett said, everyone deserves a job, which includes people with disabilities. And uh, Nadra, you put the two of us together and we go to a company, oh, look out, we're going to blow the doors off. They won't know what hit them. <laughs> with the two of us, they won't know what hit them. So uh, that's a great idea. I'm going to keep that in mind. Uh, but Nadra, you are truly, I just think you're a wonderful person. And if you are on LinkedIn, you probably saw, like, I think it was in January, I put this big thing out about Nadra, and she didn't even know I was going to do that. And that's because I want to acknowledge people that I believe are doing something. So Nadra, you obviously were influenced by someone. Who is that someone that made you this wonderful pay it forward person you are today? You know, Joyce, I, I have to give the credit to my parents and especially my mother being a nurse in a small town and my mom would come in and she took an oath to help anyone, regardless of what they looked like, regardless of any differences that they had. My mother said, you always help someone. And that has always stuck with me from the time I grew up. And I am grateful to my mother, and she will be at Disability Inn with me. I bring oh, her for the are last. You kidding me? Yes, oh, this so is great. I'm excited. Oh, um, I, I would love for my mother to just. I talk about you. She knows I'm doing the radio show today um, because she's just amazing. She's always helped someone, and that has been my influence forever and she will always be my influence because she's constantly all her life helped someone and regardless of their differences. That is what made me want to be an advocate for everything and everyone and to continue to pay it forward. What is her first name? Jewel. Jewel. You did a great yes. job. You have a wonderful daughter, Joel. And Joel, guess what? They're going to know about you in Russia. They're hearing about you everywhere, Joel. But you know what? You learn from your parents. You see what they do, just as you see what adults you know do and say. And there's no question about it that it has a tremendous influence on you. Um, and with our young people today, we need to remember that and keep that in mind. So, Nadra, you're going to help me get people hired, right? Yes, I am. And we're going to look at the technology aspect of it. We're, gonna, we're going to do this. Oh, I know I will with you. I know we will. Listen, I told you about Nadra. You see, see how great of a disability advocate she is. And in my books, she is champion and superstar as far as I'm concerned. And if you're listening to the show and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, I wish my friend had heard this show or my colleague at work or my child or my parents, whomever it is, 
all you have to do is go to Spotify, Apple, almost every single social media venue you can think of, or BenderConsult.com or VoiceAmerica.com, and you will be able to hear this show on demand. So make sure you let everyone that is listening know that. I want to say again, thank you, Hi Mark, for being a sponsor of this show. I couldn't do it without you being a sponsor of this show. And Nidra, we're going to get this show someday at Disability Inn. Yes, we will. Thank you, Joyce, for everything you do. Thank you. Well, thank you, Nidra. I hope you get feeling better. And I will look forward to talking to everyone next week with our guest, Carrie Stith an executive from PNC who also attends the conference um, as we celebrate Black History Month. So I end every show with a quote. This is actually, Nidra, one of my most favorite quotes, and it is, our lives begin to end when we become silent about things that matter, said Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., Thank you, Nidra. Thank Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, at voiceamerica.com. Talk to everyone next week. And when you leave today, in the words of Mary Brocker, remember, choose joy. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. We are the leader in live Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com.